Okay, welcome to the Polygon Forest. Uh, my name is Chris Jarvis. I am an indie dev, and joined with me, as ever, is Ubisoft concept artist Vin Hill. Vin, hello. Hey, Chris. How's it going, man? It is going well. I can see that we're live because I've had a little buzz through on my <laughs> little Twitter thingy. Yep. I will re re retweet. I will go through what we're going to talk about today. Cool. Today we are talking about Boyfriend Dungeon and the Twitter storm surrounding the release and the game and the content. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, you had a new video from your game that you've been working on, which looked really cool. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't me, but yeah. Like, I, had I thought you were an indie, indie guy. It's just me. There at, it's just, just you. And um, GamesCon, because I missed GamesCon, so you need to tell me about that. True. Um, but first, then, what have you been playing? Uh, this week, I've been playing a brand new game um, called, a little game, called 12 Minutes, which uh, just recently came out. Um, which it's it's sort of indie-ish, I would say, but it's got some really high-profile um, sort of actors and actresses that worked on it. So, yeah, I think um, Daisy Daisy Ridley, Daisy Ridley. I always forget her name. Um, yeah, no, James McAvoy. James McAvoy, and also William Dafoe. So three like major uh, sort of um, headliners like playing in this thing. I have to say the performances are excellent. Like they're really really well done. So fantastically sort of uh, acted out so yeah half to them i can't i can't knock them for it and it's a is it a top it's a top down time loop sort of game yeah uh, that's right where you've got multiple endings and multiple narrative st st uh, strings and yeah basically you're you're thrown into the deep end on the game so it's it's like you said it's a top down um point and click sort of action adventure game if you will but it's it's sort of like a rogue light also at the same time because it's basically mm. an endless time loop game so you play out like lots of yeah so you play out like 10 minutes or 10 to 12 minutes it's not always it's 12, 12 minutes, minutes it's called 12 guessing. minutes but it's not yeah. like you don't actually play for 12 minutes you only play for like seven or something it's weird there's a countdown timer until the resets right right so that's countdown yeah, time okay. and resets um, um the scenario that you put into which i can't explain without any spoilers because like it's straight out of the bat you're you go home with your and you sit down with your wife it's like you're you're celebrating something and then um there's a knock at the door basically you you're you're eating dessert together and then there's a knock at the door that you open the door and there's there's a policeman there and he accuses your wife of murder and Ooh. arrests her like he handcuffs her and then um as you're like saying you've made a mistake like this isn't right like you've got the wrong person as this happens he just walks over to you and then he kills you like he just strangles you to death and that's it. Ah, okay. And then the second that you die resets to you walking through the door and you're like, oh, sort of thing. And you have to replay this scenario. But within this 12 minutes, you can walk around the apartment. You can do different things. You can mix and match certain elements. Like you can just kill your wife if you want to and stuff. Like there's a load of weird, dark sort of stories, but it's like you're slowly unraveling like why the, the police, uh, why the cop has actually showed up and, and like things about your wife, things about yourself. And just like you'd slowly bringing this story around of like why you know like what why this sort of stuff is happening to you so it's an interesting sort of case study of a game in that respect you know so it's yeah have you seen the some of the have you tried to get some of the endings because I, I i've read about it but it's i've read nothing that's spoilery so i don't really know what the story is but i've read that 
there are lots of different endings, some of which are surprising, some of which aren't as surprising. Yeah. One of them involves just standing still and doing nothing for 12 minutes. <laughs> I haven't actually tried that one, but it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if there was something there. But it, it's it, pretty cool. Yeah, it's a very, very interesting sort of um, game in that respect. You know, like it, it's it it goes places which I've, I've never really thought about a game ever going. So it's yeah. it's 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 really cool in that respect that I actually you know. I want to see the making of this this game. I want to play it as well. So I've got that morbid curiosity because I've heard that the ending isn't very satisfying. It's a bit. Um, what's the, I want to I want to use good word here. Uh, I can't think of a good one. <laughs> unoriginal. Yeah, <laughs> is, it's is it's not that it isn't unoriginal. It just like the whole game is like set like really realistically, and it's it's hyper realistic, and and everything is like okay. You can imagine the scenario happening and playing out and things like that. But the ending itself is sort of like completely unrealistic and bananas and really wild. Oh. And it's like I, I, I'm not going to spoil anything in case people do want to play it. Like some people have really connected with it, and there's a lot of great reviews out there and but yeah i think i'd sort of fall into the other column of you know it's like yeah you know it wasn't really i don't know it just didn't feel it looks to me like an art piece like you got these actors doing like a piece of high concept art like a performance and that's that's what it looks like to me i really want to play it um i think it feels like i've heard it's one of those games where you know gamers should play this game regardless of whether or not they it's a short I'm game. Like it or not, you, you can short play it in an evening. Yeah. You know, like the some and people. It's on the it's on the Xbox um, Game Pass. It's on Game Pass as well. That's the that's actually oh. the main reason why I jumped in on it. I probably wouldn't have bought it, um, yeah. which is a testament to Game Pass. Really, yeah. if you think about it, you know, like the fact that I could just download it in fifteen minutes and then and then have a crack at it, spend an evening playing it. Yeah. Um, the biggest criticism that I've got about the game, outside of the actual story itself, is um, towards the end your because you're on this time loop sort of thing when you're trying to figure certain things out it's great when you figure stuff out and you're like okay i'm going to try that i'm going to experiment with this and you do that and it's different every single time and it's great but you get into this moment where towards the end of the game where you're not figuring anything out before you do it sort of thing so you're just trying stuff instead and then when you get into this sort of weird loop no pun intended of just doing the same, same. thing over and over again in 10 minute blocks you kind of you, it gets really really frustrating because you're just like okay yeah. what the hell am i supposed to do here and then the thing that sort of triggers the next event to sort of push things along it it's it, they can be sometimes really obscure and something that you couldn't have figured out it's just something that you just have to sort of trial and error your way through it and that yeah becomes incredibly frustrating from a sort of gameplay standpoint which is a shame but that's that's the main point of criticism i would have about the game mm. yeah yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it sounds like it's new, refresh, uh, different. Oh, I'm I mean, glad they did it. Games glad exist, they did. Yeah, but this looks like it's a uh, an interesting take because um, time loops went out of fashion, really, you know, with films and stuff. But then there's been a couple of ones. There's that rom com with uh, Andy Somethingberg. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the guy from uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, right? Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's yeah. a good film. I like that. I haven't seen that. I really wanted to see it. Um, and there's another one actually, another rom-com that I really liked. I can't remember what that's called. The soundtrack was great. Ah oh, man, I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, there's been I a few of them. I mean, I remember watching like years ago, like a really bad Adam Sandler one called uh, Fifty First Dates, and that's sort of like yes. a time loop thing. Um, but yeah, f- fascinating game. I think everyone should try it, especially if you've got Game Pass. Like, you, absolutely nothing to lose. You know, 
Yeah, exactly. Um, you can I play it. You it. can play it in an evening. If it doesn't connect with you, then you know more power to you. But I, I think it's definitely an interesting um, look into. A, we should be doing this sort of thing more. You know, like these mm. sort of high-profile games, which are a lot smaller in scope, and um, we can really focus because all the game is is like you're literally in a living room. There's a bedroom and then a bathroom, and that's it. Like from the top down. Like there's it. There's very little sort of content, for lack of a better term. But the actual, like what you actually do within the space and how it's reused and utilized is, is really clever. And there's a lot of different things that we could do with this sort of stuff. And it's it's very interesting. It sort of gets my ideas flying as well in my head, like whenever I'm thinking, you know, like you can really reuse spaces. Like I don't know why in video games, we're constantly looking for new environments and stuff. Not to just re, not for the sake of reusing content, but just the whole idea of... Um, Exploring, a, having a space to yeah. explore different options within... Because by the, by the end of the game, you like you have like a load of like you know every single square inch of the apartment basically, and and you know what to play with and how to play with it, and that's it's probably why like I got frustrated like by the end is because like I knew the place so well that you're you know like okay I know all the places and then but then you don't know all the places because like the story evolves and the certain things that are happening and things like that and it's just it's very very interesting sort of yeah um piece that's the best Everything way i hear describe. about it it all sounds intriguing and uh yeah yeah so yeah i can't wait to get two minutes to myself and uh how about 12 minutes that. you should get 12 minutes oh, oh, so. oh, what I did oh. yeah. <laughs> uh, but what about you man like let's um <laughs> let's get out of this suffering um pun that we we're sort of dragging out here over 12 minutes um what have you been playing yeah well i have been playing so i was playing a bit some more of the f1 game uh, 20, F1 2020. Yeah. Um, but I have been playing uh, the Ghost of Tsushima uh, expansion, Director's Cut. Oh, okay. With, with Iki Island. Yeah. And oh my God, it's surpassed all my expectations. Really? Uh, I was just expecting some cool little stories, maybe a few more pieces of armor, maybe a few more bits and bobs. I knew about the animals, stuff like that. But but man, it, it ties... It, it enriches the rest of the game. And so it uplifts what you'd already played. It's it's not an extension. It's not like an add-on. It it reminds you of... It, I don't know what they're doing. They're like doing crazy magical things over there. Like it, it's got so much to do with the game. And it's almost like they knew how long it would be between people played the game and then came back to it and revisited it. I must admit, when I picked it up and I had all everything and I was like... I should have been like the Don at fighting. I had to really get back into it. I had to really get used to the controls because they were throwing me back into it with everything unlocked. And so I didn't know how to use any of it because there were so many options, so many choices. So it took a while to go back in and explore all the different yeah. combat options and feel like I was a proper Don again, like a proper boss, because I was just getting killed left, right, and center. I was like, oh, okay, got to spend some time. So a tutorial would have been nice. But yeah, the story is just so well done. They're yeah. so clever. The music is just, oh, there's so many cool little riffs and little ditties and little um, little phrases which have lots of meaning and relate to the island and the animals and the story and his journey and his past. And 
I just, yeah. And it's been so calming. Like I'm going through a house move at the moment. So it's the most stressful time. Mm. And whenever I play the game, I always finish and I feel so zen and chilled out. Even if I've been like chopping heads off and shit like that. Right, I was going to say, feel... just, you know, you just got to go and kill some Mongols to chill out. Yeah, I'm going to like chop some heads off and like run people through with my samurai sword. But at the same time, I'm, I'm sat there playing with my little fluty thing like beckoning fluty thing. <laughs> beckoning monkeys to come eat some fruit out of my hand and stuff like that and uh yeah so can and you just like where where is the sort of entry point of this like do you can you just select the Iki island from the main menu or do you have to go somewhere and do something at a certain point within the main game like what is the what is the entry so point there is like a little there's like a little mission that you have to trigger before you can go there yeah and so there's a little mission that starts off the story um and then that triggers you to be able to go over to Iki Island. And then once you're on Iki Island, you can't really get off until, until you, you complete up. a big chunk of it. Interesting. So you can't just jump back to the main island and carry on with the story. You have to you have to stay there. I don't no, I don't think no, I don't think you can. I've not actually tried to be honest. I've right. had look have had a look at the map, but no, I don't I don't think you can go back. I think you're trapped there. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, how many, like, how long have you put into it then? Is it is it a sizable chunk, or have you have you finished it yeah. yet, or what? I think I'm three quarters of the way through, and I've put in about four sessions of a few hours. So, there's a good, good, good double digits of hours of of content there. That's cool. I'd say. Yeah. And um, I didn't realize there was puzzles and stuff. Have you seen the shrine? Have you seen this on Twitter? Everyone's saying about the. The God of War shrine. I've seen I've seen a couple of little things, but I tried to keep away from it as much as I can. Like you're okay. you're free to like talk about it and stuff. I've been spoiling it because I've been posting no, up no. on Twitter I, all I, my I've, pictures. Whenever I see like I've I've gotten quite good at sort of masking out that stuff at this point. So you just eyes go blurry, just keep scrolling. Yeah, just yeah. whatever. Yeah. Nope. I don't want to see it. I think that's yeah, from there's... like years of playing video games, so I'm not sure if that's like anything specific to Ghost of Tsushima, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's like these shrines which are new and they relate back to Xbox games. So there's like a God of War shrine. There's like a Shadow hey, of the PlayStation Colossus PlayStation games, shrine. I mean, sorry. What did I say? You said Xbox games. That would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> they just like a Master Chief, games. Master Chief shrine. <laughs> yeah, and, and what else? Oh, nothing. Um, <laughs> oh, deep cut, Chris. There's Gears of War in there. Like there's some... Oh, yeah, Gears of War. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah, Forza Horizon. I don't know. There's oh, something yeah. in there. Racing car. Racing car in a like, pre-industrial... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, uh, so there's like Shadow of the Colossus, God of War, and two other games that I can't remember. Cool. Uh, and so they're like shrines that relate back to these PlayStation games. Yeah. Um, but I didn't realize that they're puzzles. So you've got... A, do actions and wear certain things and perform certain actions and you get oh, unlockable okay. um unlockable armor right. which is a nice little perk so what i'm trying to say is they jam-packed it full of content oh my god the the world building and the architecture and the the different um areas on that tiny little island they've jam-packed it in you know do you remember we talked about how we thought they might approach the fact that it's a smaller island yeah they basically went with, let's just jam everything in together. So you'll turn the corner and then it'll just be this totally different landscape. And there's this one massive mountain that you can climb up. And if you look down, you go, oh, that's the purple bit. That's the burnt bit. That's the canyony bit. That's the foresty bit. And it's all just, just super condensed within like the space of two football fields sort of thing. It's that's funny. great. But when you're playing it, you, you don't notice the transitions at all. It's, it's, it's uncanny. Um, yeah. 
I'm loving it. Cool. Yeah, I know it's something that I've, I've been meaning to get around to. I, I, I've already bought it. I've got it installed. Um, I booted up the... Well, I'm going to play through the main game again, but I'm not going to... I'm not going to do absolutely everything like I did last time. Like I, I literally like any single dot, like and I platinum that game and yeah. So, but there was like this weird annoying moment, which you probably had as well. Like if you uh, transfer your save over to the director's court, it's just like all the trophies start triggering. Like they do oh, on the PS5 no, that, anyway. That um, didn't happen for me. Yeah. And because is I, it because you played it on PS4 and then you could, I think that's I what it is. PS5. Yeah. Right. So when I booted it up, it was just for a good, 20 minutes it was just bling 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 bling, bling. and on the playstation 5 i think you can but like by that point i was just like oh whatever and i was just like carrying on playing it took a good while for them all to it like it's the worst complaint in human history i i understand yeah but, i kept getting too many achievements right oh my <laughs> god <laughs> yeah i planned them there and now i can that's reminding that was, me uh, that I planned uh, like there. that was <laughs> happening but it was just yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna play through the main game again without like doing absolutely everything i'm just gonna like beeline the story and then get to the Iki island stuff because i'm yeah i'm really interested to see see where it where it's gonna go but i can't even imagine like going back and playing that game at like 30 fps at night 900p like just it, the game's absolutely stunning so it's yeah i'm, I'm really oh, i'm really excited to re to replay it i'm blown away with the visuals on that so i can't even imagine what what like extra frame rate and i don't textures i I mean, the textures look great. Textures didn't change. That's one thing they didn't change, which oh. I was a, I was a bit sad to hear that. Really, like I thought they would have pushed that a little bit further, especially because the price tag that's on this thing. It's it's mm -hmm. an extra like uh, thirty dollars on the um, for the PS5 version. for the PS5 version. I know it's I think it's twenty. I think it's like twenty quid. Yeah. Twenty for the PS4 version if you upgrade into director's cut with uh, the Iki Island stuff. But for the PS5 version specifically, the fact that they're even charging for that, like outside of the uh, the Yukushima stuff, um, it's sort of interesting that they didn't do more with it. Yeah, where's that money going? Right. To Sony's pocket, basically. It's kind of weird. But it's it, it's a very strange sort of um, thing that we're in at the moment where paid upgrades is sort of... I go back and forth on this because we've never really had this instance happened before it's just that because xbox is doing everything for free at the moment that's the yeah. only sort of comparison everyone's got so everyone's looking at that and be like wow they're doing everything for free you should do everything for free which you know that's that's not how capitalism works and you know the, no. the free market and all that sort of stuff so like uh, yeah xbox are making their money somewhere yeah right it's called game pass yeah um, exactly <clears throat> that's weird um the thing is you know this is an end of generation video game it yep. was released at the end of the console generation it's the best that they can squeeze out of the console that, that no one's had time to work on the, the ps5 so i'd be surprised if anything other than frame weight rate would look would would be there so like right. i'm looking at it now going wow this is freaking amazing because it's we've had you know seven years of progression to get to this point so yeah i mean this is the yeah. part which i sort of go back and forth on it with is that like people are complaining about um paid upgrades and stuff but then you look at games like uh the last of us um part one on the playstation 3 uh that came out and then six months later it came out on the ps4 as the, the like the remastered version um yeah technically a paid upgrade that costs 40 dollars you know for a whole new game i double dipped so i'd be a hypocrite if i said that was a bad move but like that's just that was the norm <laughs> 
you like, can record pre- it. Yeah, sure. I can. But I mean, that was the norm before um, before this generation anyway. It was yeah, just like you would true. get two versions of the same game, like yeah. one for the previous generation, one for the new generation. So the fact that we're in this weird place now of like upgrades and, and DLC and like being able to patch things and update them. Like this, Last of this Us is, is all different now. though. It's different because the amount of time that's passed between hmm. when the first Last of Us came out and when the when the remaster came out, there was enough time to justify to justify yeah. the fact that there'd been technical advances since then. Um, and you just literally can't say that for with the the director's cut. It, it the amount of content that's in there, it just looks like they carried on making it yeah. and then just released that, yeah, yeah. which is really clever. Um, but I think that it's a reaction to the uh, situation that we're in with COVID and lack of titles at launch and things like that. I think yeah, that... I mean, we, we've spoken about this before, but like the yeah. whole, like this whole situation that Sony is currently in, I think this is a problem that happened like a year and a half ago. And yeah. then now, because games development takes a long time, they sort of know in production year, like where a game is going to land and how it's going to hit and what's going to hit and what's going to land where. I think like their release window, like the the second half of their release window for the PlayStation Five, probably looked good like two years ago. But then when COVID hit, it was like, oh crap. Okay, yeah. the latter half of twenty twenty one is looking dry. We need to yeah. fill this with something. So yeah. that's when they started talking to Kojima Productions. Hey, make a Death Stranded director's cut. Hey, Sucker Punch. This Ghost of Shima game looks amazing. Like, make sure you start. Can you have more? Can, Can you work more on stuff, it? and then we'll do a director's yeah. cut afterwards. Like, these are decisions that weren't made this year. They were these were decisions made last year at some point. Yeah, the start of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we would have like they would have been preparing this for a while. It wouldn't surprise me if there yeah. wasn't more on the way. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if we didn't get a a Bloodborne deal um, director's cut at some point. Um, this things like that. It's just yeah, it makes sense. You know, they're trying to fill this gap that they've. That they've unfortunately inherited from this pandemic, um, they've yes. got to they've got to fill it, and this is a clever way, to be fair, of filling it and making some money off it. That's like, yeah, it's gross, but it's business at the same time. Like, it can be gross and be good business at the same time, and and it kind of is. Like, I go back and forth on this a lot. There are some, yeah, there are benefits, and there are sleazy capitalist pockets being lined in some ways. Absolutely, and, and uh, you know, some people love one and the other like uh, one person's capitalism is another person's like oh my god i'm getting all this art even more art even more content than i could ever hope for so yeah it's tricky to see where that line is between exploitation and just common sense and capitalism absolutely um did you hear that uh halo is not being released with playable co-op or forge mode i did hear that yeah uh Uh, I i think again that's because of covid they're getting out the door like it's either do you want this thing delayed until the start of next year so you can get the stuff in which people probably aren't really going to get their hands dirty with until next year anyway yeah um i mean like people can complain about that and say oh they should have more content it's like yeah it should have more content but if it has more content then it'll be delayed into next year and if it gets delayed into next year then that means the game will make half the money because people don't buy as many games um at the after the holiday uh, season the holiday season yeah is something that we're even contend with on a Rainbow Six Extraction at the moment. Like that's that's a very viable like sort of argument of it's it's a huge issue. And like if if you're Microsoft, like you're not willing to take that risk. Like what feature can we cut and put in later on for free as an update? Features that people probably aren't. You know there isn't there isn't like hordes of people out there being like I can't wait to play this game and co-op. 
with my buddies. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's a few. Like, there's obviously edge cases to this, but the vast majority of people are just going to play the single just player. Just want to play the single player campaign and the multiplayer. Yeah, I, even if it, yeah. E- even the single player. Like, if, like that probably, you know, like most people are probably just going to jump straight into the multiplayer. Like, that's just the, yeah. that's just the hard truth of this, you know? Yeah. And so, like, if they if they have to make cuts anywhere, like the fact that Forge and the co-op gameplay is getting caught, it's not really caught. It's just getting delayed out of the actual game, and they got yeah, to patch it. I think that's fine. I think that's clever. I think that's the most clever way to upset the least amount of people. Yeah, they chose the right features to move out. Is yeah. in my opinion. So, like, I, I've got no problem with it. Um, anyone else that does is, you know, they're free to their opinions. But I just don't really see if it's worth delaying the game into next year, especially like when we're we're in a new age here, like we can't update games, we can't patch them. I'm not talking about like bugs and all that sort of stuff, but- Day one patch is a, is a standard now. Yeah. yeah, and people have got to square with that. <clears throat> they might not like it, but this is the world that we live in. Like we, and it's a really interesting concept that we can just remove whole features that might delay a game out of a season instead mm. of- forcing them in just to like get the, the game out the alternative is just wait like you don't get to play it yeah that's the alternative and so. this this is the new third option now like we're we either delay the game into the next year or we release the game as it is but it's probably going to be in a buggier state or the third option is we just remove this feature out release the game in the same window with that with less bugs and then put that new feature in later on it's well, a, no man's sky is a great example of yeah under promising and then over delivering later on yeah no, over-promising, under-delivering initially, and then over-delivering cha- after the fact. Um, they got slated for it, and rightly so. Oh, yeah, without they a doubt. Said, yeah. They said this was going to be released on this date, and that wasn't. It was bare bones for years, which is crazy. And then all the updates came along, and people people got back into it. It's a massive community of it now. And yeah. like, it's, and it's, it wins, game, it wins um, what you call it, like best live game of the year like quite often right. at a lot of these yeah. awards or like you know a best best game best live service or something you know like ones that they're still updating and they're keeping on top of it and they yeah. you know they, i think in terms of redemption no no man's sky is like the it's a great example of crown and achievement of that yeah it, it shows what we can do with, with games it's one of those examples where it's like the opposite of cyberpunk like I hope Cyberpunk can turn into like the, I hope Cyberpunk is the next No Man's Sky where they keep working on it, keep polishing it, keep updating it. Yeah. But as far as I'm aware, all the updates that come out are still game breaking bugs. Yeah, it's still it's, it's going to be like that for years. Unfortunately, I mean this yeah. is the case with um, with The Witcher Three. Like last time I played The Witcher Three, it was five years after release. It's the first time <clears> I played <throat> it, and it was still buggy as hell. So if, mm. if that's anything to go off, um, I wouldn't expect cyberpunk to ever be in a perfect condition honestly i'm not like not in a bad way i'm sure it will be get to a playable condition but it's never going to get to a perfect place ever no well what is you know no you shouldn't aim for perfection what they say you should aim for 80 percent done yeah and maybe just there 80 percent looks like 60 percent to us <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right i mean i will like i think when they release like a next gen version and it's got all of its patches all mm. it's like free dlc yeah. packed in i think it will be oh, worth yeah. it i think it'll be i'm like, like yeah, I might go back in there and have a look. Yeah. Because there's definitely missions I never played first time around. I never played it. Oh. oh, you're talking about The Witcher 3, sorry. Yeah, The Witcher 3. Right, yeah. I meant like... Oh, there's going to be Yeah, there's going to be a next gen oh, version right. of Cyberpunk as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. At definitely, I will. So. I will at some point. Um, you mentioned uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. Yep. Because that, that had been delayed, isn't it? But mm-hmm. then there's been a video that's come out 
that shows a lot more content than before. I was really excited about the video. I wasn't expecting, I was expect, I was blown away by what was there on the um, E3 um, video. Yeah. And then it comes along and says, oh, there's like, how many characters are there? It's like freaking loads of characters. Yeah, I can't Loads remember. of unique I, abilities. I, I, don't, I don't want to give out a number because like the number changes internally. It gets bigger and bigger every time. So I'm not like, okay. I don't want to undersell it sort of thing. Well, there was a, they were on the video. They said a number. Yeah, yeah. They gave a number, I can't, but I don't, okay. I can't remember it like off my heart. So, okay. <clears throat> well, a lot. I'll put it on in the background. While they've all got like, they've got unique weapons and unique abilities, which is really cool. And I love the fact that you're going to, you can't just pick one person and stay with them because I, I think what's going to happen is if you do that, eventually that person is going to be the person that needs to be extracted. So you're going to have to spend time on other characters mm. because if you're playing a game, you, one of the characters of that number are going to be need to be rescued, which is the aim of the game, I think. Yeah. And like literally extraction. Yeah. Extraction. And the fact that the enemies can come through the walls and people, some, some of your players can go through walls and therefore, and you can't walk on some wall, wall like some floors. And the fact that that means that you can't just get you know, the replayability is what they were kind of yeah. driving with that video. Yeah. It's tough, um, man. Like the whole, because <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's tough to read the comments on this thing because they're positive and it, it, the game is being received a lot better now. Um, which yeah. is like I'm not sure if it's too little, too late sort of thing. Um, well, remains to be seen. But the 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 thing that crawls me more than it well not crawls me, but the thing that sort of gets to me is like, oh my god, this looks so much better now. Like you've added so much stuff, and there's a lot of that sort of talk. And it's like this. All it's like, it was all, always there. All we just stuff didn't tell you. There. It was just right. like the blunt end of it is the game was not marketed very well, and now that they're starting to catch up and figure out like how to actually market this game properly. Right. Um, people have well, started was it to supposed realize. to be like teaser to get people interested, but people had the other idea and thought, oh, there's not much to it. I guess. Now, I mean, I yeah. I think because you have to you sort of have to come out the gate at this point with all the information on this type of game. I think that's what the marketing team probably realized at some point. I'm okay. not in communication with them, obviously, but yeah, it's sort of a separate division to the development team in that respect. So it was, I think they picked up their stride on how to sell this thing properly now and like the the reactions to it are a prime example of how uh, yeah. they're a testament to that so okay that's cool but yeah it just looks great it looks um i'm just blown away by all the different features and and stuff like that so that's good news and i hope that you're in a better place with that now then with uh with the video yeah yeah i mean when's it, when's it coming out uh january that's January. The, it hasn't been given an official release date yet, but that's the that's the window that's been given. I don't I, th I don't think they've landed on the right weekend for it yet or something. Like okay, we'll, we'll see. Like if it is a weekend, God knows. Uh, they like where we find out that stuff like the same as you guys. So it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't bother telling the concept artists. Nah, why would they do no, that? Don't need like, to know. I'm not worthy. <laughs> I like the um the cool trap that like the yellow mesh where you can trap one of the yeah. What are they called? Infected? What are they called? Uh, Archeans, technically. Archeans. That's their real name. But it's like the aliens, the the zombie alien things. With like, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hard to give them a proper name. <laughs> but yeah. Archeans. That's cool. 
Yeah, I like that. You can trap them in in like a in one of the mission modes, which means you got to get them to like run after you, I suppose, and then go over it mm-hmm. where you want them to go. And yeah, there's a lot of them different really cool. types of uh, missions that you can do, and and just like add in the replayability of of that sort of stuff. But yeah, it, I mean, we're still going to get criticism either way. There's still going to be people out there that say, "Oh, you're just milking it." and making game modes that you have to replay over and over again. It's like, yeah, it's that sort of game, guys. You know? Yeah, like, that's, a, that's, <laughs> like, that's, that's right? what you do. Isn't that, isn't that good? Right. It's like what you do <laughs> like in Call of Duty. You shoot dudes. That's it. That's all you do. Yeah. Over and over again. Like, just different maps. And it's like, oh, you've got 12 different maps and all you do is the same thing over and over again. I'm going to go and play Warzone instead. It's like... <laughs> <You know>? it's <laughs> crazy. But yeah. Yeah. There'll be fans and there'll be haters. Yeah. Um, it rem- it, and, like I said, it remains yeah. to be seen. I think um, if the if this new market and push will actually help the game, because we obviously got a lot of bad press during E three and 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 just seeing like that sort of side of it, and it, it'll be interesting to see if we can be able to turn around the messaging before the game comes out. Hmm. We'll see. That is that's interesting because I I didn't hear any bad press, so I hope that it's just like the echo chamber and you're picking up on it, but it wasn't floating around in my Twitter right. feed. So that's that's good. What, but what was floating around on my Twitter feed, and probably floating around in yours, was this boyfriend dungeon. Uh, I actually don't stuff. know anything about this. So this is all you this week, dude. Oh, okay. Please explain. Right, I fill you in. So, yep. boyfriend dungeon. It's like a. It's sort of like cross between what looks like a, a dungeon crawler, and like a dating game where you I can saw, date I've your seen weapons. it. I've seen it on Game Pass, but I don't know any of the controversy. I don't know what it's about. Oh, okay. So yeah, apologies. I, I wanted to do more research on this and I wanted to find out some more specifics, but I've been moving house and I've been super busy. So I didn't do my due diligence, so apologies. But Rude. It's yeah, it's like a dungeon crawler where you date your um weapons and the weapons have like personalities and they have actors playing them and voice actors mm. doing lines. There is a trigger there is there are uh, trigger warnings that put on at the start of the game. Yeah. One of them, which is a great touch which I really liked, um, was I think it says uh, a character called Mom, M-O-M, will be sending you messages um, in the game, like supportive text messages throughout the game. Do you want to turn this feature on or off? <laughs> Why is that a trigger warning? Well, then I saw his tweet with like, I'm so happy that this was a trigger warning. My partner lost their mom or if oh, you had an abusive mom and you just don't want to have those brought up while you're playing a game. And I thought... Fuck, I never even thought of that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I agree with that, like, at all. I mean, cause, like, I know I know that might trigger some people, but um, yeah. to bring, like, a bit of a personal spin to this, um, my father passed away when I was actually in university, like, before, probably before I met you, back in 2008. Yeah. I actually took his own life. Um, a really traumatic experience for me, um, but I don't, you know... If, if there's any like sort of instance of suicide in a game or in a movie or something, I understand like like other people might be more sensitive to that sort of stuff, but yeah, if there's a trigger warning for that every single time, all you're doing is just reminding me of the trigger instead of just being like... Here's the art right. in, in, its, conte- in its context. Yeah, and, and like if, yeah. I, if I was constantly worried about that sort of stuff, then it would... Yeah, I... I, I yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, like have, being a trigger one. And, you know, there's a lot more because if that's a trigger one and then you there's a lot more things that you could put trigger warnings on. Well, this is this is the question. Like, where where does it start and where does it end? Where are we now? That's a rabbit hole. As a games. This is an indie game. And 
what what well, I'll tell you the rest of the story and you, you yeah you please yeah sorry think, I, I kind of I kind of jumped in there but go no ahead. no that's that's perfectly fine I mean it it kind of all ties in with yeah the whole thing so that was just one part of it the major thing that actually got the Twitter um, traffic was there is another trigger warning on there. So they've got multiple trigger warnings for starters on an indie game, which is rare in itself. Sure. And I think what the trigger warning was, this is the bit where I didn't do the research, apologize. Mm. I think it was like there might be scenes of sexual violence in the game, or it was something about uh, something that was alluding to the fact that it's about a relationship between two people and it's not pretty, it's not good, it's not nice. Mm. That's... The main gist of it. So there was a trigger warning. Yeah. It wasn't a specific trigger warning to what got the Twitter storm going, which was stalking. Uh, so in the game, one of the spoiler, but it's been all over Twitter. So yeah, yeah. Well, you didn't know, so it's a spoiler for you. Sorry, Ben. Sure. If you're uh, I'm play probably not going to play it anyway. But yeah. Um, so one of the characters, if with certain choices in the game, because you can choose to date or ignore some of the characters. I don't know what the option is, but one of the characters you, that can stalk you, so things like unsolicited messages, unsolicited gifts, things that stalkers do, hmm. uh, those sort of things happen in the game. That Those specific things weren't a trigger warning, so it wasn't like unwanted <laughs> gifts and unwanted messages will, yeah. will be... Right. And so some of the Twitter tweets that were tweeted had words like this... I've been stalked and this triggered me. So I didn't consent to this. Uh, so can you take it out of the game? So there were people that were saying, I've been triggered. This was brought back painful, blah, blah, blah memories. Sure. Can you change the content? Some were saying, can you add a specific trigger warning in to say that stalking is going to be in the game? And the actual voice actor started to get like actual harassment, oh. not just like, you triggered me, this, that, and the other, but then also actually start to get like harassment as if they were the character and the person playing the game couldn't. Uh, I really hate gamers. Like the older I get, <clears> tell man, a like it's hard, man. Like this so, is, yeah. What they did to react to that was obviously the actor said, I can't believe I have to say this, but please don't har- harass video game actors. We're just doing a job for performance, you know. Um, and the game, the, the, the studio said, that they would be amending their trigger warnings to include, may include scenes of stalking. So, yeah. So, on, so yeah, I've got a few things, on my opinion, with that. Like, one, we do, we're not universal with trigger warnings in video games. Right. And some video games can depict things that are way more bloody and violent and gruesome and disgusting. They've got age consent very various things. So we've got, you know, we've still got, like, the the Peggy rating or whatever it is. Sure. But we don't have like trigger warnings. And this seems to be like a new fashionable thing. And yeah. it's almost like spoilers. It's I think like- yeah, there's I think that there is a solution to this and it's a very simple solution. It's just no one's really we haven't come together as a like a development community to sort of figure this out yet. And the solution simply is is that at the start of the game, when you're when you boot up the game, it's got hey there's there's trigger warnings in this game. Do you want to see the list of trigger warnings? Yes, click. And then it lists out the trigger warnings there. Just as a list. Like this, this is going to be in this, this is going to be in this. And if you're a person that gets triggered by these sort of things and you can look at yeah. the list, like, okay, I see, never mind. No, click, out, done, fixed. No problem. Yeah. Um, people that don't get triggered by stuff like myself, like I don't, I, 
like I, I just mentioned a moment ago, like about my father. Like yeah, if there was, you don't if there, get triggered. If there were scenes of like suicide in a game, like I don't automatically associate that to my own personal experience. I, I've, I've learned to sort of extract separate. myself away from that and separate it out. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like I don't need trigger warnings for that reason, which is to each their own sort of thing. So like I would just yeah. click no on that. I would never see any of that. There'll be no spoilers. Everyone's happy. Everyone's good. Like yeah. that would be the solution. It's just we haven't come together as a community. And the problem is, is like in this case, is that they've made the very bad mistake of started listing out at the very beginning um, specific trigger warnings, but not included all of them. So therefore, like people are already primed for trigger warnings uh, for triggers, and then yeah. they've excluded some of them. So now they're getting attacked for the thing that they tried to defend themselves against in the first place. Whereas, yeah. like the 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 irony of all of this is that if they didn't include any trigger warnings whatsoever in the probably in the start of the game, this controversy probably wouldn't have happened. You know, it would have just been like, oh, this is just another game with um with sensitive lots of trigger warnings. Yeah. But the, the thing is, they originally had all the trigger warnings, mm. so it's just like they're trying. It was like they're trying, but couldn't. It's almost like they shouldn't have even bothered with the other trigger warnings yeah. because they were going to get brought over the coals. And it's one of those things. Games companies, they don't want to be. They don't want to. They don't want to be the discussion. They don't want to be the hot topic. They want their game to be the hot topic. They don't want. They don't want the studio to be yeah. talked about. They just want their art to be, you know, talked about. Yeah, and I bet yeah. if you went and go and looked at all these people, I've got a problem with any of these things. Like if you go and look at their Twitter accounts, I probably love The Last of Us Part Two, and you know, people are getting hit in the side of the head with golf clubs yeah. and stuff like that. And it's sort of like, hmm, yeah. okay, like where where is your line here? Like I'm I'm really yeah. curious to see. Like so, you're only affected by things that personally trigger you, but everything else is it's all good. Everything else is fine. Yeah. Weird. Well, the other thing is like we don't have this problem with films. Like we've got age rating with films, and we have descriptions of some things, but I don't know whether or not is stalking one of those, one of those like uh, warnings. Is that is that on there? Probably. I, don't know. Uh, I mean, if it wasn't, it wouldn't surprise me. But if it did, it wouldn't surprise me either. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's because that in <clears throat> in movies and game, well, in movies anyway, and they do it in game trailers as well, just not for the main game. Very strangely, like when they mm. come up with the um, ESRB or the the Peggy rating at the beginning, like they sometimes have the boxes with include sexual violence or like drug use and things like that, right? Yeah. Um, and Miles it flashes up on the peril. screen. That's it. I love mild peril in mild peril. new films. That's my favorite phrase. <laughs> like, I'm in peril mildly. Mildly. Mildly in peril. Yeah. Aren't we all? Yeah. Really? Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I think that is enough, in my opinion. Like that's like, okay, there's there's drug use in this flashed up on the screen. Like if you're if you're making people like say yes or no to an agreement at the beginning, you're physically yeah. making them read through this sort yeah. of stuff. Like that well, this is, is a spoiler. Consent. This, this is a consent thing. Like one of the Chris Sims was, I didn't give consent to be shown this this content. And it's like, yeah, you did. You, you've got a controller in your hand or you're, you're clicking buttons. You did, yeah. you did consent. No one tied you to the chair. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As soon as you saw it happening, you could stop playing the game. And then the, the counter argument to that was, yeah, but I paid for the media. So I paid for the experience that I didn't want. And then it's like, well, just because it's- Give it a bad for review. A, just because it's for an upsetting reason and something which triggers you and you've got you've got problems with you know that unfortunately that's just the reality of your situation yeah like not everyone can be catered for when it comes to video games yeah. sadly we're not there yet and i don't think we should be because 
No, we absolutely shouldn't. At the end of the day, we're, they're artists creating a piece of art for the observer. And you as the game gamer, the observer, you you know, a part of, it's all contextual because one love, I saw this great quote the other day. I think it's like every single piece of art you, you consume, you are a piece of the art. So part, part of you is part of the art that you're hmm. looking at. And I think, I think that's totally maybe why these people are getting triggered is because everything is personal, especially when you get into a video game, you feel so personal that, um, that yeah, it, it does feel like it's part of you, but it, you know, it's just a rabbit hole. Living in the world, isn't yeah. it? It's just it, such a rabbit hole. Like you if, put yourself out there and look at media and absorb things. And yes, yeah, some people are going to be in a fragile state when they're playing X, Y, and Z. And mm -hmm. they got to do what they can to avoid that. I get that, totally sure. But harassing voice actors is not the way to go. Like, yeah, I mean, it's like you're just replacing one issue for another at that point. Um, like, so the people that are harassing the voice actors, like, screw yourselves, like, get out of our industry, you don't belong. Sorry, you just don't. Like, I, I, I will never, ever agree with any of these people. I think they're the scum. Like, I, I don't think they belong uh, in our ranks. Uh, so the people that are just demanding that these games are <coughs> changed or, like, they should... Like, having more warnings is, like, a, that's a fair request. Like, yeah, that's it fine. It's not going to hurt. It's not going to hurt anything, yeah. is it? I mean, as long as it isn't in spoiler territory, and if it is, then hide it behind a menu like I suggested. And I like that idea. That's a really good solution. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Because I thought, where does it end? Oh, it contains scenes of this. It contains scenes of this. The third act contains scenes of this. And it's like, well, I already know the whole the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, like, so, why why isn't The Last of Us, like, got trigger warnings for has daddy issues? You know, like, sort of thing. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. where, where does yeah. this end? <laughs> you know, yeah. Everyone can I mean, be triggered by anything. I can get offended by stupid stuff. Like I, I get offended by boy bands. You know what I mean? Like they're just like we shouldn't have trigger warnings on every CD for that. Like it contains multiple boys that like, sing like I girls. Need a like, Justin no, Bieber I don't. trigger warning. Right. Every time I turn on the TV and Justin Bieber's on there, it's like I, I didn't pay for this. I didn't consent to this. Dude, I remember there's there is there was anyway. Thankfully, it's probably gone by now. But there was a uh, Justin Bieber shop in uh, Tokyo and Japan. Not even joking. You're already laughing. Um, I remember I was sat on the train. There was a girl like sat opposite me and she had like a, a Justin Bieber like store bag with her. She'd bought something like that should have a trigger warning for me because like personally, I think like I just wanted to like pull the bag out of her hand and throw it out the window. That's just me. Right. And that's a personal thing. And I think that we need to treat like and I'm making a joke of it, obviously, <laughs> but like there's plenty of things in my personal life that trigger me but i'm not for, i'm not yeah. gonna automatically say okay that thing needs to change and not me or my outlook around me yeah yeah because yeah. that's the thing not everything can trigger not everything can be accommodated for everyone that's the whole point right. and it's impossible because to do so. they'll have they'll be juxtaposed things they'll be oh i get triggered by this it's like well i get triggered by the opposite of that mm -hmm. oh well where do we right where do we go because when you start cutting content or you ask, like, okay, the developer's put in an option to remove that content on the fly sort yeah. of thing, it might be a core pillar of that game. It might be yeah. a core pillar of the story. And it's just like, okay, if murder or suicide is removed as a trigger warning because you've decided to remove from the game, okay, the game is a murder mystery game. Hmm. Okay, now it's about this flowers, is, I guess. Like, This it, is another interesting thing about what the specifics of this one is because it's about stalking. And yes, it's a real issue and it, people have been affected by it and it's terrible. But at the same time, people are playing games that don't have trigger warnings on for things like murder and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Obviously, one's more common and one's more rare. 
So the amount of people that are going to be affected by like the murder side of stuff, yeah, uh, it's um, a lot fewer. But you don't get all these people going, oh, X, Y, and Z was murdered, but this game contains murder. Let's not do that. Like that never happened for The Last of Us Two. Right. I think I thought The Last of Us Two was too graphic. Like it was. I, I agree. I'm right there with you. Yeah, too graphic for me. Uh, too graphic to the point where I don't think that the the graphic nature was adding anything to anyone's experience other than hundred um, yeah. percent grimacing. Yeah, but I would never go onto Twitter and be like, they need to tone this down. It's like if if I needed it toned down, I made some videos about what they should do to the yeah, game. Well, no, I didn't. Well, I did no, was I, I I critiqued properly where I go. This is a problem I had. If this had happened, I think this would have been the effect. That's I mean, the I the difference is is that if you're if you're presenting in a personal opinion way and you're saying, okay, I think that they should yeah. have done this because this is how it made me feel, sort of thing, instead of like trying to rally people around this quote unquote. Movement. Oh yeah, no, and, I hate all that. I was yeah. just one guy saying one one guy. Right, thing. and that and that's yeah. that's the difference, me. Like you can criticize a game, you can you can give opinions about a game, no problem. I, I've got no mm. qualms with that whatsoever. It's the it's the people on Twitter that are trying to trying the hashtag rally up a right. like, uh, like a bandwagon because they're trying to, because and... they they want to bubble wrap everything and it's like that's not how the world works especially For their when, agenda right yeah. and because right now like to be to be blunt about this like the the sort of um the movement around um uh, mental psychology and uh, just like um sort of issues which people have got with psychology and all that sort of stuff at the moment like therapy and like it's become a a very sort of prime sort of topic at the moment because like rightfully so we should be talking about like mental health and all that sort of thing yeah the um, more we can talk about it yeah and that's a, get out that's a good thing but there's a difference between like okay we should get this out in the open and talk about it and just bubble wrap everything away from it because that's not going to fix this like unfortunately like there are instances. oh i see what you mean with the with the trigger warnings like the yeah. content like editing out that sort of content for people yeah means that they'll never they'll go through the whole life not not processing that right that thing, avoiding it is, is I don't think any, I mean, I'm not a psychologist, but I can't imagine any psychologist would be going, maybe try and stay away from everything that makes you feel upset for the whole Absolutely. life. Absolutely. I mean, if I, if I went through my whole life, if, if, if my, if my father died and then straight afterwards, I'd never heard about suicide ever again. Not, not once. Like no one, no one's ever done it. No one's ever heard of it. It's, it's just not a thing. It's, it's a thing that is in the ether now because I'm protected from it. The world is protecting me away from it. I don't get triggered by it whatsoever. Is that healthy? No, that's not healthy. The thing that helps people heal is the, to be blunt about it, is the confrontation of it in, in whatever small or big way, like the, just the acceptance of it in whatever way. Mm. I'm not a psychologist. I don't know. I can only go off my personal opinions and my personal experiences. Mm. But if if it was completely sheltered away from me, I don't know if I would have ever dealt with it. You know, like it's it's it is the random instances of like seeing it in a film or like I don't get triggered by it, but just like oh, yeah. there's that perspective of it, and I mm. understand it a little bit better now because of like the way that they handled it or the way that they didn't handle it and stuff like oh that could have happened, this could have happened. All this mm. sort of stuff happening together. It's so it, it forms this new opinion of the instance in my head. Whereas mm. if it was just completely shallow and I never like saw any of it, then I, I don't yeah. know if I would have ever obviously I can't speak for everyone and but like on some level, like the I think the main thing that psychologists and, and therapists sort of try to get to the heart of of an issue is to try to get the the person suffering from the mental illness to actually like 
understand it and, and accept it and, and and be able to deal with it in a way where they can process it in a in a healthy way. And yeah. if you just remove all of them things, then they're never going to be able to reconcile with it. And it, it could mess them up even more for all I know, you know. So it's it's really interesting sort of, like I said, like we're bubble wrapping the world. <laughs> we mm. shouldn't be doing that. We should definitely include trigger warnings. But yeah. like if, if we're going to do you've, it. You've solved the problem, definitely. Yeah. Because uh, it's easily doable having just a menu, yes or no, take you to a new a new menu of the list. I was thinking about like when this all happened, I was like, well, my game is quite, uh, it deals with grieving. Mm. So it deals with like the Kubler-Ross model of grieving and I'll be doing the lines and reading it out. And it's basically some pretty heavy emotions. Sure. And I was like, what if someone gets like triggered by, by that, by like the performance and like what's written down and what, what, the, what the character's going through. And then part of me was going, yeah, but also it's just a ball floating through some other balls. So how can like <laughs> no one, no one can go? Ah, oh, that affects me personally. You you can but, boil all video games down to that. Like you can just say, oh, the last of us is just a bunch of polygons and textures on a screen. Like why would anyone get affected by this? And in twenty years time, we're going to look back on the last of us part two. Like that looks crude as hell. Like how the hell do yeah. we think that looks good? Why did we ever get grimacing by that? Yeah, in twenty years time, we'll be doing this podcast. I'm going. Do you remember when you, we said that The Last of Us 2 was gruesome? <laughs> yeah. And now we just laugh at it. Yeah, man, yeah. have you seen The Last of Us Part 5? Now that was gruesome. Now that was gruesome, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. But then I thought, well, hopefully, if the game is, like, does what I want it to do, yeah. it's the fact that they're having the connection with the medium and the, uh, you know, the performance. Mm -hmm which is the realness of it. Um, and so I, on some, on some way, I hope that people do get like, upset playing it. Yeah, yeah. If they can get something out of it, if they can have that bit of human connection across the void through this medium. Yeah, it's, it's almost like people want to be this sort of, you know, emotionless. They, they just want all video games to be fun. But then they also want thing. They want video games to make you think about stuff, but they don't want you to feel emotion. Otherwise, that's that's bad. Um, especially if it's something um, you know that that could trigger you for whatever reason. Yeah. So it's this weird sort of type. That's the that human condition there. in a nutshell, basically, right, isn't it? Exactly. Like <laughs> I don't want a video game to make me feel anything, but I want it to feel make everything. Me, yeah. It's just like you can't you can't have your cake and eat it at the same time. You just can't. Like I'm yeah. sorry, you have to deal with this in in whatever way. So it yeah yeah, it's a it's a very weird situation. But I, it's I, a tricky one. Yeah, well, yeah I, th got, I think we missed that. I thought that was everywhere. I thought, I thought everyone knew about. I that, guess I just I? wasn't in the that's algorithm fine. for that one. But yeah, that's fine. Um, so we've covered that. We've covered uh, extraction. Mm -hmm. But I missed Gamescom. You did. You did miss Gamescom. And. We were talking before. Yeah. No Elder Scrolls. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I made you laugh again twice. Yeah. I mean, this, this, God, this game. Like, they, I, I'm not going to say they announced it too early because I think they did the right thing to just get it out in the open and sort of let everyone know, like, hey, we're working on this. Um, you know, let the shareholders know because I think they were probably talking about the, they were probably looking at the position, like, in retrospect. Now, that was long before Microsoft made the acquisition. And they were probably trying to boost up their stocks to see, okay, like to to sort of get the price higher from Microsoft, if you, if you will, uh, which yeah. actually makes a lot of sense if you think about it now. Um, 
when they announced a lot of stuff that year, they announced the Elder Scrolls, they announced Starfield, and they, I think they showed there was something else that they showed that was early in production, like way too early. But if that was them sort of bumping up the price for like for the Microsoft acquisition, it makes total sense now. But like the whole idea that people are like getting sad and annoyed that uh, Bethesda aren't showing more of the Elder Scrolls every year, it's like you do realize they've got a massive, massive RPG coming Huge out. Huge game called, coming um, out. A little thing called Starfield, which, you know, like if if you've never heard of it, then what rock are you living under? But they are not going to talk about the Elder Scrolls until that game is out. They just won't. They're not going to, especially because they're a similar type of game. They're RPGs. Um, They're first-person RPGs that you wander through landscapes and you you kill on various probably aliens or monsters, whatever you want to call them. But the Mm. the game loop itself is the same. They're not going to, they're not going to conflict their audience and not going to create no. self-competition for themselves. So they're just not going to talk about it until after Starfield's out. Um, yeah. And the sooner people square with that, probably the better. What did I, what did I miss from Gamescom? Uh, you missed a couple of things. Um, a couple of announcements, I guess. Like the biggest announcement that they had was that uh, Saints Row is coming back. So a new oh, Saints okay. Row game um, got announced. Um, looks a bit more serious, but also just as silly. I think they're, they're, they're sort of carving out this niche they always have, I guess. Like they're staying away from GTA uh, and the likes of Watch Dogs and other open world sort of uh, sandbox games like that. But it's 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 not as crazy as something like Crackdown. So they found this nice so they're kind sort of, of lane. Towing the line there. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I did. I think I did see something about that on on Twitter, and people were discussing yeah. their direction. Uh, yeah. So that's good to see that they're. Yeah, it looks fun. They're doing that. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, what else was announced? Um, Midnight Suns is creating a new Marvel strategy game for like the XCOM from the XCOM creators, which is sort of crazy. Oh, so there's a like yeah. a real time, like a turn based. Uh, yeah. So thing. it's 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 an XCOM game with X Men in it. Basically, that's the best. That way. could be good. That could be very good. I don't know. XCOM was amazing. One game of the year. So yeah, who knows? Yeah, you know, that that could be great. But yeah. other than that, there was a lot of. Um, I don't know. It, it sort of felt like the uh, release date trailer convention. That's sort of what it felt like, you know, like towards yeah. the end of it, because every other trailer was like, hey, this game that you knew about is the release date for it. It's like, OK, so it feels like clean up on aisle nine from E3 a little bit. In that respect. Right. But, um, yeah. So Halo, Halo Infinite finally got a um, release date, which is December had- 8th. I think it is. Because yeah. we had the beta recently, didn't we? And there was yep. people giving out spoilers for that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Bastards. But now we know, okay, December. That's cool. That's near my birthday. So that'd be a good uh, good birthday present. Indeed. So yeah, we, we finally got a release date on that, which is great. Um, we did discuss about the um, fact that some of the features are going to be cut. But hmm. I think ultimately, I think it was a good decision for them to make because if it wasn't yes. in December, then it uh, wouldn't have done too well. Yeah, yeah. wouldn't have done too well. Um, Horizon Forbidden West. <gasps> February. Also got a release date. Uh, we knew it was February, didn't we? Yeah, it's February 2022. It, it, but it it's official now. Um, before official. It, it was kind of funny actually because like when we spoke about the delay, it wasn't official. It was just widely reported on by multiple people. So it was sort of like, okay, this is this yes, is true. Because like I always had it sources. I I had it in my head that it was official. So I just yeah, Everyone I did. just assumed it was yeah. But now it is official. It's That's it's right. official now. Yeah. So okay. it, they were right. They called it. It was right. So I'm fine with that. Yeah. Take as much time. Take as much time. Just get it. Let it cook, good. baby. Let it cook. Don't yeah. Don't bring it out too early. Yeah. Don't bring it out too early. I might even wait a bit to get like a patch done. Like I might do that because I played it 
with you know the DLCs and everything included, yeah. and it was all the updates, and it was seamless. So I, I don't want, I want, I want that again. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be good. Yeah, uh, yeah Death Stranding uh, director's cut also got some new information. Uh, if you haven't played it, you, I don't. I thought it was a rumor. Uh, no, it's already. It was already no. announced. Um, they announced it, but oh. they they showed off some more stuff, like the new, like the new. Mechanics Is it called stuff, director's so. cut? Yes. Is it called director's it cut? Called oh, director's cut. he didn't like the fact that it was called a director's cut. Did yeah, he? but Kojima doesn't get a, a, a say in this. This is all. This ah. is all Sony. Fine. At this point, so yeah. This okay. Is, Sony is what Sony does. Um, uh, what else was shown? Uh, first look at Call of Duty Vanguard pl- uh, gameplay. Oh yeah, I've seen the trailer for that. So I, I did check the trailer out for that, and I saw was it Laura Bailey? Yeah. Uh, she plays one of the Russian, like yeah, a Russian the Soviet sniper. sniper. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like oh, so I want to I want to put someone to bed right now because something that annoys the hell out of me whenever I see it. But when people say that there was no women that fought in World War II, um, <sighs> this is a lie. French resistance for French, one. French resistance for one. And secondly, the most famous of them is the Russian snipers, female Russian snipers. Like they yep. were they they kicked ass during World War II. If you, don't read a book. Um, if anyone's complaining yeah. about this, slap them sideways because they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Um, they, if anything, they the did some work the on the Germans. Re- resistance had more, you know, uh, more guts than like some of the guys because they didn't have any guns or anything. They were no. doing like espionage. Espionage, yeah. And that's like you got to go in and talk to the people that you're trying to overturn. That's like to me, that's more scary than like holding a gun and shooting it over a fence. I mean, obviously. That sounds really controversial, but right. what I'm trying to, yeah, I know what you're make saying. Is, it sounds yeah. very blase, but I know what you're trying that to anyone say. That thinks the women didn't fight in the wars, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. But they did. Read a book. That's the only thing I can say. The women, women in the Auxiliary Air Corps in the UK, they would be flying Spitfires and Hurricanes when they were out of the factory all over the UK mm-hmm. to test during, during Battle of the Britain time, during the Blitz time. They would be transporting them to the different airfields. They didn't have any freaking ammunition, so they couldn't even defend themselves. Yeah. But they were still just like, delivering them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So flying a Spitfire that couldn't fight back. So that's balls. Yeah, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's why I used the word guts. Bit. Right. Yeah. Fair play. That's that was fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, other than that, it was just um, sort but of the Vanguard trailer. Yeah, yeah, that was great. It looked, Traversing it up walls and um, seemed to be a bit of stealth element to it and. The sound looked great, and the graphics looked great, and the guns looked great, and sounded great. Looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, I mean, to each other, I know like there's a lot of people that are planning to boycott that game due to uh, Activision Blizzard's uh, sort of oh. involvement in it. But I, from what I understand, like the the whole aspect of that court case, like and sort of thing that people might be missing is that the fact that that is more on the Blizzard side. Um, so I wouldn't be so quick to judge if this was Activision, like. They've only it's recently merged. Activision, yes, yeah, yeah. mostly Activision. A little bit. Of not, not, not say that. Not effects. say that Activision is completely clean in any of this, like and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I, I frankly just don't know. But if you are making that yeah. decision for yourself, then I suggest that you go and do your research on that sort do of stuff. Do some research and check on if yeah. it is. Um, also, like I'm not sure what studios are actually involved with uh, Vanguard. And when we say that, that means don't go on Twitter. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. When we say do research, yeah, yeah, Twitter isn't research. Twitter is yeah. just a soundboard for idiots like us that just shout crap into the void just shout nonsense yeah right in, and then listen to our own echo chamber i did yeah, to know that we're and then good, and then we go job. ahead and make a, a podcast um so we can 
give Confirm them worse opinions. Prejudice. Right, exactly. Yeah. There we go. That's what we do. But yeah, other than that, there was there was only a couple of other little uh, bits. I think uh, there was like a DLC for Super Monkey Ball, which has got a Persona character in, which everyone was talking about. I was like, yeah, I don't care. Um, Missed that. There's that, I guess. And then there was a new um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game announced called Shredder's Revenge. Hmm. Some people are into that. I don't know. Platform, what's it? Graphics, what's the style? Because there's been a million Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games. Uh, That's a good question. Uh, I think it was, uh, it's almost like pixel art, which is weird. Hmm. Like an old school, like Genesis pixel art game, almost. It might mm-hmm. even be like a, a remake or a remaster of like an older. I'm completely out of the loop on Ninja Turtles, as we can't tell. So, yeah, don't don't hold me accountable to any of this information. Okay. If you're into Ninja cool. Turtles, then go and look it up because I'm, uh, yeah, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> if I'm being honest. But yeah, there was also some stuff shown on uh, Elden Ring. They had a good preview event as well. So, yeah, cool. lots of, uh, lots of um, cool stuff, lots of um, confirmation of certain information like release dates and seeing more stuff of what we already knew about not too much shown other than um saints row but there's been there's been a couple of game releases this week which are doing pretty well so um no more heroes 3 um got released that's you get really weird reviews like some i think like GameSpot gave it a four and then easy allies gave it like a 10 out of 10 like it's just this weird range of stuff so i guess like if you're into no more heroes then you you're probably going to be into it, but if you're not, then you're probably not going to be. I guess Is so. um, Psychonauts 2 it's another on one I was going to Game Pass? Yes. And are you going to check it out? I need to play Psychonauts 1. I think that's going to be on my list pretty soon. I think so, because there's so many... Sh- well, it's continuing from the game 16 years ago or something. Yeah. So it's like it's a PS2 literally... game. Literally a PS2 game. Really? Right. It's it continuing on from this character's journey. So I think he like becomes a Psychonaut and then like it the game carries on literally as the first one yeah i mean as soon as i saw the uh, reviews come out because i watched a couple and i read one um but people are praising the hell out of it um i've watched i've watched some of the gameplay it yeah. looks really cool yeah uh people are saying and it's gross, a game of the year contender as well so gross and charming and funny and well written and quirky and uh very yeah. jim shaver yeah not jim shaver uh, tim tim shaver sorry the uh, guy that made it um, he also made uh, Broken right. Age and a load of other games. Like he's, if you don't know who Tim Schafer is, then you need to go and look at his back catalogue. He's he's a legend in the industry. But yeah, I actually yeah. know one of the uh, art directors there, Lizette um, Montgomery. She um, she was one of the art directors on uh, South Park: Fractured But Whole. I worked with her directly. So you worked with her on right, yeah. cool. Well, there's definitely some funny, cool, outrageous environments. Oh yeah, that's just really intriguing and gross and funny and clever and uh yeah. yeah so many weird words jammed together to describe what i've seen of this game so far so yeah yeah i mean it looks great though you know like that's the that's the only thing i can say about it is that you know there's a lot of people are loving it um game looks fantastic i'm really interested in it now especially after reading reviews i need to go back and yeah. play the original so i actually know what the hell is going on so yeah yeah i'm looking forward to jumping into that one i think it's gonna be a good one but other than that, man, I think that was uh, I think that wraps up the week pretty well. There wasn't much else talked about. Yeah, people talking about twelve we... minutes, which we've already spoken about. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do we miss anything else? We've been on for an hour. Yep. I think we yeah. can wrap it up there. So yeah, next week you'll try and find yes. someone. Yeah, um, we should probably mention as well. Like uh, we should 
probably mentioned this at the very beginning of the show, but uh, we apologize for last week. Um, oh, I'm yeah. going to explain Sorry. what happened uh, real it quick. What happened, Finn? Why was it all my on? fault? It was actually all my fault. And the fault was that there was a heat wave here in Montreal, and it wasn't just a heat wave. It was like the mother of all heat waves. Um, the humidity was through the roof, and it was we had um, floor units set up, and there was fans everywhere. It was super loud. There was just no way that we could record just purely because of the audio version would have been completely messed up. Just you wouldn't yeah. have been able to hear anything over the fans. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we did. I Also, hot and bothered podcasts probably aren't going to be the best thing in the world to listen to. Just me getting angry at everything. Like, God damn it, like, it's like this heat. Yeah, uh, if I'd have told you about the boyfriend dungeon stuff last week, I don't know what Ooh, you'd have done. I would have been angry. <laughs> yeah it was bad it, it was really really bad but finally the uh the heat wave we had it was a really long one as well it was it went on for about eight days a couple of days i can manage but then when it just drags on it just drags, it gets drags, longer drags. and longer it, it just, just lifted your patients on, get less and less yeah it just lifted it. on friday like friday morning it just finally lifted and we could open the windows and it was like oh, i forgot about this i forgot how normal life was before so it was yeah, it was it was good to see the the back of it, as it were. Um, yeah. Because Canada is very much set up for um, ice and snow and stuff like that. It's it's it, like the infrastructure is great for that, but like whenever they have a heat wave, it's just everything falls apart because there's no hardly any of the buildings have aircon. You know, like you have to have a floor unit and everyone's fans everywhere. It's just it, not an enjoyable experience. I'm gonna stop talking about weather because it's boring as hell. But anyway, next week. Um, Chris is a very busy guy because he yes. uh, he just put himself in a large amount of debt and he has to figure out a way to paint that debt into some, you know, some version Something of the home. Make me, yeah, well, it doesn't make me want to cry. So, yeah. <laughs> Chris so bought a house. For a, nice, yeah. a nice inky, bluey black color. That sounds <laughs> so that cheerful. I can't, I can't see where the edges of the rooms are so that I don't know how big or small my debt is. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> no, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll go well. But uh, next week, I'm going to try and um, try and fill in the seat um, with uh, someone. So if you are if you are listening to this and you're interested, then please send us a message. Hit, hit us up. Hit us up. Yeah, we'll try and, and sort uh, something out. try and sort something out. Um, I might try and uh, poke a couple of people which have done podcasts before with and uh, try and get them on as well. So we'll try and fill the seat for the week and uh, we'll try and figure that out for you. But we'll, we'll keep you yeah. updated on our social media, which... It's a good time to mention, Chris, where can people yes. find you? Uh, on Twitter, I'm at Acrylic Pixel, and I've got a YouTube channel, which is Acrylic Pixel 2. What about you, Vin? Yep, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Hillfort Games. You can find me on there and some of my finger paintings, as well as uh, some of the indie game stuff, which I do on the side as well. I'm going to be ramping up to do more stuff like that um, soon. So, yeah, if you're into the indie dev scene, then please give us both a follow. You can also find me on ArtStation. I am uh, Vin Hill Art on there. Um, I do a load of concept art, so if you're into that sort of stuff, then go and check that out. Uh, yeah. That's about it. You can, uh, yeah. Please like, subscribe, uh, hit oh, yeah. the bell icon to be notified when new episodes are up. Um, we do go live every uh, Sunday now, um, but you can also find, obviously, the episode in our playlist, so if you're into that, then uh, please go and check them out, and yeah. Yes, leave a comment on some stuff as we like to read it and reply to the comments indeed i don't think we had any comments this week no we didn't uh, live anyway so oh yeah i did check briefly yeah but uh not all the way through all the way through but yeah uh until next time 